Hey, what up? It's me again, Logan, a.k.a. Heartright, and I'm back with another podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about Harvest Moon, a game franchise that, honestly, I feel a whole lot of nostalgia for. And that's kind of surprising, because there's not really much to the game. Uh, so this series of podcasts is just basically for me to talk about random stuff, so there's not really that much structure to it. Uh, and it's basically just to make me more comfortable with talking for a long period of time because I don't usually talk for a long period of time so that's what this is kind of for to yeah make me comfortable with that and to get better at that so today I'm gonna be talking about Harvest Moon uh, which is a franchise that I believe is still going on or like it just ended it's a video game franchise that has lasted for since the very early days of uh, video games, uh, I think the first one was for the original Game Boy. So that would have been, what, mid-90s? That sounds right. Somewhere in there. Uh, and uh, it's, yeah, I remember playing it a long time. Playing it while listening to music, playing it while on long car rides, it, it it's a fun fun series and it's okay so the premise is let me let me talk to you to you about the premise because the premise is fairly simple so the harvest moon games are you run a farm and usually the premise is that you inherit a farm from some uh from like a grandfather or it's somebody who gives you their farm or something or other and you have to take care of it. And usually, you have to meet a certain goal by the end of a timeline, which is usually three years. Uh, and if you don't meet that goal, then uh, the farm is torn down, or you're thrown out, or something like that. Or an amusement park goes in, I think, is the plot of the second one. But then, past that, that's the only story you get. So you basically have to spend those three years, or however long it is, just uh, raising your cows, raising your chickens, uh, growing turnips, growing watermelons, whatever, uh, expanding your house if you can, uh, participating in little tiny bad mini-games, and making enough money so that you can uh, meet that goal, I guess. And in, in some of the later games, more was added to it, like some more mini-games, more story, uh, the, like the fact that you can get married and have kids, uh, more house customization, that kind of thing. And uh, it, it got a lot more, more interesting, I would say, and the graphics got better, obviously. Uh, so you basically just went around this, this little town, this little farm next to a little town, usually next to the coast, and you would just do random stuff. It's basically like a dumbed-down uh, Animal Crossing. In fact, I would say the main difference between Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing is that in Harvest Moon, you grow all your stuff, whereas in Animal Crossing, you basically forage. You basically shake trees and uh, find them, whereas... Uh, and get the fruits and whatever. Whereas in Harvest Moon, you actually have to, like, water things... Uh, you know, take care of them very, very, you know, uh, hands-on. 
But other than that, it is actually very similar to Animal Crossing, because there isn't that much of a plot other than, you know, go around, collect stuff, make money. And then make improvements to your house slash town, or whatever. So, so it's a really good series of games to play when you're just kind of want something to do that's not really that mentally intensive. Uh... Because some games, like, with a with a heavy plot are, like, you know, sometimes when they're too much. Like, sometimes I like to play Minecraft, which has the same kind of, kind of vibe to it as Harvest Moon, where you just kind of play and do kind of routine stuff. Like, you go out and collect rocks, you, you burn the iron down or whatever, and you make iron armor, and then you just go out and do the same thing over again. And sometimes that was nice. Sometimes that was really nice. So, in the next couple segments, I'm going to talk about some specific aspects of specific games. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I want to get started by talking about Harvest Moon 2, which was the first Harvest Moon game that I played, and kind of started off this, this love for the franchise. Uh, so, it was released for the Game Boy Color. And uh, to tell you, my sister and I shared a Game Boy Color when they like first came out. I would have been four or five when we had it, something like that. I was really young, and uh, I, I had a bunch of other games. Like I had a Toy Story Racer was one of my favorites. Uh, like M and M's game was was a good one. I had a Monsters Inc. game. Um, I even had a French Translator game. Which was a really weird thing to put on a Game Boy Color. Really weird thing, anyway. Uh, but uh, the one that I probably remember the most is Harvest Moon 2. Which, it even looked different, because when we would, you know, go into our box full of the, the Game Boy Color games, it would stand out because it was all black. Uh, and most of the others were, were see-through. And so, my sister and I played them all the time. Uh, and, uh, it, it's, it's very similar to the first one, if you've ever played the first one, uh, where it's a top-down perspective, and you're given a farm, and at the end of three years, if you don't turn the farm around, then they tear your farm down and build an amusement park on top of it. So, uh, your goal is to turn the farm around, I guess. And, uh, so you, you always start out by, kind of like Minecraft, honestly, by, like, clearing a space for your farm. And, uh, you have to clear all the rocks and the weeds and stuff. And then hoe the ground and then, uh, start planting some seeds and making money that way. And then once you start, oh, and also, one of the first ways you make money is going into the mountains and getting berries. Uh, because they would just be there. And so you'd have to carry each one individually back to the shipping bin. And usually you could get around like 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 of them because uh, you would have to, because they would respawn. And uh, so you'd have to go and get them individually. Oh wait, no, no, in Harvest Moon 2 they don't respawn, that's right. So you could just get like three or four of them a day. And, uh, and that was your only source of money for a while until like your plant started growing. And then once you had some money, you could buy some more seeds, and you could also uh, improve your, get some more tools. Like, you didn't have a fishing rod at, at first, and so once you get a fishing rod, that's where your main source of money comes from. 
Uh, and then, oh, I forget. I think you start out with a pet. Either You either start out with a pet or you get it fairly early on. And I always got a cat and I named it Rusty. I think I, I might have just named it Rust because you could only have four letters. Yeah, that's right. Your, your, your name and what you named anything else could only be four letters long. And so I would always name myself L-O-G-N, Logan, <laughs> which is fun. And later on, I, I used other names other than my own. Because, you know, like, uh, what, are you like me, where when we're young, we just named the video game characters after us? Uh, later on, I, I started experimenting with that and named myself something different. Like Todd or something that, that actually fit the four-letter name. Uh, and so, like, I think a year in or so, you also get a horse, which you can ride around, and it's faster. Um, you can also get a sprinkler, uh, which it makes watering a whole lot easier. It is actually very repetitive, especially toward the beginning, when you're just, you know, <laughs> going up to the mountains and collecting berries. Um, so, and then you get cows and chickens and sheep and whatever, and you can get a, a greenhouse and and grow flowers, and then you can start making a lot, a lot of money, and expanding stuff and whatever. Uh, so one of the best memories I have of that is uh, some car trip, some road trip with my family. I remember playing that for like eight hours straight, and it was amazing. And I don't remember how far I got in the game, but uh, it was. I was not bored. I had fun. I, I could do that all day. And I was like, oh, we're here already, huh? And, you know, I hadn't even come close to finishing the game. And it was really fun. And I loved it. And, yeah, I should probably go back to it sometime and play it again. Because we still have the cartridge. But, yeah, anyway, it was one of those games I could play for hours without even realizing time was going by. Alright, so next in the Harvest Moon video game series, and also in my series of nostalgia for the franchise, was Harvest Moon 3, which was also for the Game Boy Color. Uh, but I believe by that point, I had a Game Boy Advance. Or at the very least, uh, I, I, we didn't have the game for long before we got a Game Boy Advance. And my, the, my Game Boy Advance was all mine. It was blue. It came in this huge thing with uh, Super Mario 2 and uh, a light on it, because it didn't have a backlight at that point, and uh, <laughs> it was, you know, anyway, Harvest Moon 3, it was a solid gray cartridge instead of the solid black, so it was, it was cool, it was retro, or whatever, it wasn't retro, I guess, at that point, uh, but it had the, pretty much the same graphics as Harvest Moon 2, and I really like playing it, and it's honestly probably my favorite in the Harvest Moon series, just because it had so much nostalgia for me. Uh, because I think it was given to me as a birthday present. I think my parents got it off eBay or something. And so it was all mine. It was all mine. Uh, I think my sister played it a little bit, but it, it was mostly my game to play. So uh, I, I played it for pff, a long time. And... Uh, so the premise is basically the same, except you live on an island instead of, you know, uh, next to the coast like you do in Harvest Moon 2. And you're supposed to play, like, the same character as Harvest Moon 2. Like, you've already built this successful farm, but then somebody comes to you and says, like, hey, this guy on an island uh, just recently passed away and his daughter is having trouble running the farm on her own. Uh, or 
son, depending on which gender you play. And uh, they were wondering, since you've had so much success uh, running this farm, if you wouldn't mind, you know, uh, going up there and helping helping them out uh, for a little bit, get them get them on the road. And so uh, you go to this island. I forgot. I don't remember what island what it's called. Um, but uh, you go to this island, and uh, so you help this lady or man. Uh, do all this stuff, and you, it's really funny, because there's a quote-unquote romance element to it, uh, because you eventually have the choice to marry this person, uh, who's your age, obviously, and, uh, and, uh, it's interesting, because they do part of the farm work, if, if they're female, they, uh, do a lot of stuff with the animals, and if they're male, they do a lot of stuff with, with the crops, and, uh, it's interesting because one, like, the first few, I don't know, months or so, or first few weeks, I should say, probably, they, uh, are not very into you, and they don't do any of your work for you. Later on, however, they start to like you, and then they will do some work, and they get better at it as time goes on, because, like, sometimes, like, if you tell the female, you know, to to collect the, the eggs and the milk and the, and the wool. And so maybe they'll only collect like half of it at first. And, and so you have to go and, and, and do the rest, but later on they will, they will do all of it. So, which is nice. Uh, I always played as male, so I, I don't really know what, what the male did. Um, I think they only like water like half the crops and then eventually they learn to water all the crops and stuff. Uh, so, uh, also there were festivals in this one. There were also in, in two, but there wasn't really much to them other than, you know, the townspeople had different dialogue. Uh, and you can go to the mainland, which was really cool because you could, you eventually had your own boat and you could go to the mainland and you could watch quote unquote movies and you could go to the aquarium and you could turn in fish to the aquarium and you could eventually catch the, the river king which was a super rare fish that you could also trade to Legend of the River King 2, which was another game which we had. Uh, and um, uh, there was a mermaid, there were events. Uh, there was an auction, too, where you could just fill up your rucksack with random stuff, and people would come to you and say, like, hey, I want this random item, and if you have it, they would buy it off you. For, I think, uh, more uh, than the buyer would, uh, which was cool. And so, yeah, so you eventually uh, get married, and you can have children, and you can also expand your house, and, uh, wait, can you? No, you can't expand your house, but you can get stuff for your house, like a TV, and, like some rugs, I think, I think a bigger table, I think, something like that. But uh, the Miracle Glove was nice, because it automatically puts stuff into your storage. Ah, Harvest Moon 3, my favorite one. My favorite. So quickly, one more thing about Harvest Moon 3 I'd like to mention is that I recently found it, or, sorry, uh, two more things, I guess, is uh, later on we wanted to sell it on eBay because it wasn't really working, and um, one guy on there said, like, hey, uh, there have been uh, fake versions of this circling around, uh, so is it a fake version? And we said, you know, we don't really know. Uh, we played it all right. It, it seemed to work well right up until recently where it just randomly reset the game. And so uh, he bought it and he, we sent it to him and he said, yep, this is one of those fake versions. And so we were kind of flabbergasted because the game had worked like up until just at that point. So it was really interesting to hear that. 
but recently I found Harvest Moon 3 on uh, the DS eShop, and I've been playing it a lot, so so that's been fun. But moving on to Tree of Tranquility for the Wii, which was a huge step up in graphics. I had, I had tried playing uh, Friends of Mineral Town, but it was too complicated for me, and I think I was busy with a lot of other stuff and had a lot of other things on my plate or something, so I wasn't really that interested in it. But Tree of Tranquility was a huge step up because it actually had a story, and it had pretty cute 3D graphics, uh, and there was a whole lot more of a romance aspect because you could choose who to marry, and you had, like, eight eligible bachelors or bachelorettes, and also, uh, the bachelors and bachelorettes could end up together, and they could have children, which was really interesting to me, um, and, oh, could they have children? Maybe in the second one, but, uh, in this one, you know, there was more of a story because you couldn't get to some areas until you had upgraded your stuff to like, cause I think there was like a big vine or something in front of the roads. So, uh, you couldn't get there until you had upgraded your ax far enough. Uh, and you could also, uh, build up relationships with some of the people, which I know was something, uh, you could do in like, I think the N64 version or, older stuff than that, you could just give stuff to people and then you could track your relationship with them. And at certain points, they would just give you stuff or tell you more stuff or whatever. And if they were an eligible bachelor or bachelorette, you know, you would go on dates and they would invite you to festivals and eventually get married, which was cool. Uh, so, uh, I married Anissa my first way through and, um, I think I start. I stopped playing, like right as we were about to have the first kid, or I think the only kid actually, because um, my mom actually started playing it, because we thought like, hey, you know, you might be interested in playing this, and you you've kind of watched us play, but she kind of got a, a little sick from watching the movement, uh, but eventually she actually moved past that and started playing that a lot more than I did, which is kind of funny, so that's kind of when I stopped playing. Uh, not because she was playing it, but because, I don't know, it probably was. It probably was like, oh, this is my mom's game, so I'm not going to play it anymore. It was probably that. Uh, but, you know, I still thought it was fun because there was, you know, music and you you actually had quests. Because I think the main premise was to, like, uh, revive this, this tree, which was, like, an incarnation of the harvest goddess. And, uh, you had to do that by, like, reviving these, these spirits that were around the island. Or I think it was an island. I don't know if there was an island or a coast. I don't remember. Um, yeah, but there was some intrigue, too, because you had to, like, get what people wished for, I think. Uh, and you had to collect, like, very specific ingredients. Um, so, uh, yeah, and you could grow a lot more stuff. And I think you could have an ostrich in that game. So you can make, like, ostrich mayonnaise with their eggs. And you can ride them. That's right. You could ride ostriches. I forgot about that. And you could have silkworms so you could make silk. Like, make, like, clothing and stuff. Which was which was really interesting. Uh, so, yeah, I really liked that game because it brought a lot more complexity to the to the franchise. I mean, it was still really repetitive. I mean, you got up, you watered your crops, you... You fed your your animals, and then you went around and like fished or salvaged or whatever. But then you could do a lot more stuff. Like you could mine in this game. Uh, wait, could you mine in the other ones? 
No, I don't believe you could. But yeah, you could go and mine, and you could find precious metals and have them refined, or whatever, and it just added a whole lot more to it, which I, which I really liked. Okay, so later on, I believe we actually got Harvest Moon Animal Parade, which was also for the Wii, which was a uh, sequel to Trio Tranquility, although it was kind of interesting because it had, like, most of the same characters in it. But it wasn't, like, a sequel. They were, like, the same characters. They were still... They had the same personalities. It's just they kind of were lazy and not making new characters for that. Which was interesting. And like I said, mostly my mom played that. And I, I've kind of been meaning to play it just to, you know, just to play it a little bit more. Uh, because it kind of expanded on a lot of stuff that uh, Tree of Tranquility had. Like there were a lot more uh, quests where you could make different ingredients. And I think there was like a lot of uh, music stuff where you, you kind of had a Navi character and you had to go around ringing different bells. Uh, that were the equivalent of, like, the spirits that you needed to revive in Tree of Tranquility. So it was, it was a much more involved game than Tree of Tranquility, I guess. And the world was bigger, too, because there were, I think, two mines you could go to, and there was a forest where you could cut down wood or something. I don't remember what you could do in there. And everything was all music-themed, like, uh, I don't know, it's like Sonata farm or whatever something like that all the all the places had like musical themed names which was which was kind of fun um and so my mom has been playing that a lot uh and other than that i don't think i've any i've played any harvest moon games uh my sister played story of seasons which was for the 3ds but i know next to nothing about it and then i've been meaning to buy and play stardew valley uh, which apparently is like a spiritual successor to Harvest Moon, uh, just for the PC, uh, but with a lot more, you know, story to it. And obviously it's really popular online. And uh, kind of one of the things that's holding me back from, you know, downloading a ROM of it or something and playing it online is because it's, it is boring. It's repetitive. It's one of those games you play for yourself, you know? But if people would want me to play Stardew Valley, then I, I totally would. Uh, probably on Twitch, though, not on YouTube. Uh, on twitch.tv slash heartrightyt if you uh, are interested in that kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, I, I want to play that sometime. Um, and those, I think, are my thoughts on Harvest Moon. Really, really fun games. Sorry I kind of got into the, like, oh, you have to do this, and you have to collect berries, and then you have to fish for a while, and then you have to make your make your plants in a U-shape, <laughs> or whatever. But it's fun. I had a lot of good memories with, with Harvest Moon games. Some people have those good memories with, like, you know, Mario Kart 64, and, and like, the early Halo games. But no, with me, it was farming simulator so uh yeah so i may not have led the most interesting life when i was younger but that's okay because i had fun and that's the most important part of life isn't it <laughs> um so yeah if you want to follow me on twitter go ahead and do that at heartrightyt you can also search for my youtube channel just go ahead and search heartright my profile pic is a picture of a heart container like from zelda 
and my profile pic on Twitch is that as well. Um, uh, again, that's twitch.tv slash heartrightyt. And I'm streaming more often. I streamed on Valentine's Day, and I'm probably going to... Actually, I'm thinking of streaming right after this, come to think of it. Um, but uh, I'm streaming a lot more often, so come check me out there. And uh, check out my videos. I'm putting those out more often. And, you know, if you want me to do anything Harvest Moon-themed on on the channels, on, on, on Twitch or whatever, I'm all ears. Or if you want me to talk about something else on this podcast uh, that I think I can talk about for a while, um, go ahead and suggest it to me, because I'm having fun with this, and it's, it's a lot of good experience for me, because I don't really have that much experience with droning on and on. I feel that bores people. But if you're here and you're still listening, obviously it doesn't. So, uh, <laughs> thanks so much for listening, I guess I should say. If you have any ideas for stuff I should do, Go ahead and leave me, leave me any comments, leave me reviews, uh, let me know on Twitter, whatever. But but all in all, thanks so much for watching, or listening, listening I should say, and I'll see you next time.